podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the World Cup Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the World Cup. I'm Mark Smith. These are your World Cup headlines for Friday the 2nd of December. In a remarkable night of football, both Germany and Belgium have been eliminated from the World Cup. Germany did eventually win their game against Costa Rica 4-2, but Japan's unlikely comeback victory over Spain meant it wasn't quite enough to see them through. The winning goal for Japan was mired in controversy after it appeared to some that the ball crossed the dead ball line in the build-up to the goal. As I mentioned there, Belgium are also out after drawing 0-0 with Croatia in a game that will be remembered for Romelu Lukaku's struggles in front of goal. The striker missed a series of great chances, any one of which would have put Belgium through had they been converted. Lukaku was devastated at the final whistle. He was seen in tears being comforted by Thierry Henry. Keep an eye out for Morocco though, they finished top of that group with 7 points following a 2-1 win against Canada. According to the Times, there are concerns about the state of the pitch ahead of England's game with Senegal on Sunday evening. The newspaper states that FIFA is working hard to repair the pitch after concerns were raised about the playing surface at the Al Bait Stadium. There has been TV footage of pitches cutting up, even if FIFA maintains it has the situation under control. And today is the final round of group games. At 3 o'clock, Group H is wrapped up with South Korea playing Portugal and Ghana and Uruguay facing off in what is considered by some to be a grudge match following the Luis Suarez controversy. Then at 7 o'clock, Cameroon face Brazil while Serbia play Switzerland. Those are your headlines. OK, let's start with Germany. They are out. That's the big news from today, I think. Let's hear from Mark Webster. So do you remember... Seven days ago, when England drew nil-nil with the USA and everyone was going to be sent home in shame on pedlos. Well, looks like a week is a very long time in football because uh, the Germans have got those, uh, what are they called, by-sea calls reserved now? They're out. They're gone. Can you believe it? And on a very dramatic day as well. So the Germans fail again in a major tournament. And they foul with, I guess, some of their best players also saying farewell because, uh, let's be honest, Müller and Noah didn't exactly set the world on fire. Not pretty stuff from the Germans. You almost wish they were... No, of course I don't wish they were around because if we played them, we'd probably lose to them. But listen, credit where it's due, though, to their gross unit. I did like big Nicky Fulkrug, who came on for his third and fourth caps and got his second and third goals. That's what I like to see. Journeyman, Sunday morning pub footballer going home with the rest of the Germans. That was broadcasting legend Mark Webster on Germany. He sounds a bit gleeful there, doesn't he? In truth, they didn't deserve to go through. Yes, they came back and won the game last night, but, you know, Japan were outstanding. In the two biggest games that they could imagine playing, they beat Spain and Germany. That takes some real doing, and... Okay, the goal, let's talk about this. The, the Japan goal that ultimately knocked Germany out, the Japan goal against Spain. A lot of controversy here. I don't really understand it. Yes, the ball looks out from certain angles, but a ball is spherical. The base of the ball is out, clearly. You can see grass from certain angles. But if you took a bird's eye view, like you would do with a VAR review, or if it was over the goal line, that is, you know, the bird's eye view straight over the top, you, you'd see that the ball isn't fully over the line. I don't know what the controversy is. People know what a ball is, right? People understand what a sphere does. Anyway, Germany are out. They'll be devastated. They they lost to England at the last Euros. They went out of the group stage of the last World Cup. They've got some wonderful players coming through. I mean, Musiala looks unbelievable. But I feel like for a certain generation, 
that's sort of it. The likes of Tommy Muller. I mean, what a player he's been, but it feels like a, a new generation needs to come through and sort Germany out because they're not quite doing it at the moment. And even last night, you know, they flattered to deceive for a large portion of that against, admittedly, a very game Costa Rica. But, yeah, diff difficult to watch, I think, if you were a, a Germany fan. Um, Belgium are also out. That game last night will be remembered for Lukaku's misses. Uh, I mean, I think it's unfair to scapegoat Lukaku. I say that having used most of the headlines to talk about him. I love Romelu Lukaku. I think he's a wonderful player. But he's also a, a confidence player. He's very streaky. We know that from his career. He's barely played at all since August. I think to throw him in at half-time of a game where you're desperate for a goal, yes, of course, you want your best players on the pitch. And, you know, he got himself into good goal-scoring opportunities. But he's a player who relies on confidence. And once he missed that first one, you could just see him retreat into himself. And he was playing that game of football completely inside his own head. And it was difficult to watch. And every chance he missed, it just got worse and worse and worse. So I took absolutely no glee from watching that at all um, really difficult to watch and you know hopefully he'll come back stronger and better and crucially fitter because he's not he's not fit at the moment but Belgium are out it's another big hitter out Germany and Belgium out that's that's quite a big deal I'd say and like I say though keep a look out for uh, Morocco because they've gone through that group a very tough group with Belgium and Croatia gone through with seven points from three games very mean defence I you know Really do believe they'll put up a real fight against Spain. And I wouldn't be surprised to see something uh, unusual happen in that game. Let's look ahead to this weekend's games then. Obviously England against Senegal. Concerns about the pitch. I'm sure they'll get it sorted in time. And if they don't, well, it's the same for both sides. So let's not, let's not try and get excuses in before we've even started the game, shall we? I want to talk about uh, Netherlands facing USA. That's a game happening on Saturday, 3 o'clock. Here's Finley Kribolder. He is a football and F1 writer specialising in Dutch football. I think it's fair to say it's been a pretty disappointing World Cup for the Netherlands so far, just in terms of the three performances. You know, in the build-up to the World Cup this year, they not only won, ma won matches, but they produced really exciting attacking football as well, putting four past Belgium, putting four past Denmark. That hasn't been on show in Qatar uh, in all three matches so far. It's been... Passive performances, cautious performances, very little attacking flair, very little excitement really. The big question now is whether what we've seen is really the best that the team can produce or whether Louis van Gaal has told them to play like that to, to ensure that they top their group while using the bare minimum effort and energy. Um, there is a sense that van Gaal still has had things under control the whole time, you know. The, the team's never looked like losing never looked in danger of going out or even missing out on top spot in the group, really. So there is a sense that he has been holding them back purposely and the team do have another gear to go into. But if they do, they will have to find it against the USA because the USA are a more, a more dangerous and more energetic side than Ecuador, Senegal or Qatar. And if there's not an improvement on the group stage performances, then the Dutch will be in serious danger of going out. Um... But I think there is a sense that Louis van Gaal will take the handbrake off for the first time in the tournament against the USA. And if that is the case, if there is another level that this team can go to more similar to how they were performing before the World Cup, then they should have enough quality to go through. That was Finley Kribolder. Thanks, Finley. 
All right, that's all we've got time for. On Monday, we'll have all the fallout from the England game, I'm sure, plus anything else that has happened of note over the weekend. Hopefully, we'll be celebrating an England victory. God, but who knows? Some crazy results in this World Cup. All right, see you on Monday. Sports Social Podcast Network.